This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Good morning, I'm Jim Phillips. This is Town Square Sunday, a public affairs program heard every Sunday at this time, reporting on important work going on in the greater New Bedford community. The need for more affordable housing, housing in general in New Bedford, is an ongoing issue facing the city. A number of groups have identified and highlighted the problem a community organization called HOME, which means uh, Housing Options for Momentum and Equity, is taking a longer view of this issue, I would say. Uh, we checked in with a couple of the organizers uh, last year, Carl Alves and Shane Burgo. We thought we would check in once again. Carl Alves is with us this morning. Good morning and welcome. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so for those who may not know, what is HOME and what are we trying to accomplish? Well, it is a community coalition of sorts uh, dedicated to exploring new and innovative approaches as well as promoting um, new housing opportunities um, for all residents uh, in this region. Um, There just isn't enough housing in New Bedford. I was going to say affordable housing, but there's not Housing, period. Period. There isn't enough housing. And and I'm not talking about luxury housing or even great. I'm talking about average housing for people. Workforce, luxury, elderly, all of it. I mean, that's the thing. That's a a little bit different about this group. This is not – I mean, I do a lot of work with homelessness and that sort of thing, and that's important too, important subject. But that's not what this is. This is really – we're trying to build a broad-based coalition of um, investors – uh, landlords, as well as neighborhood folks and agencies and that sort of thing, because we recognize that, you know, the, our housing stock in New Bedford, you know, more than 52% of it was built before 1939. If you, you know, uh, maybe 85%, maybe 90% was built before 2000. So we're talking about a very slow rate of growth in terms of the amount of housing stock. You couple that with the fires and houses coming offline. It's uh, we're just short. Plus, this is a great place to live. A lot of people are are here, um, and a lot of people are doing well. So we're not against luxury housing. Uh, we we just want to see the entire uh, supply of housing increase. You know, I read a quote from Josh Amaral who said there'd been about twenty seven hundred units uh, built in New Bedford over the last I don't know since two thousand. Yeah. And he said that's a good month in some cities. Sure, sure it is. Yeah. I, th- I think, um, you know, it's, a, it's become a bit of a crisis because if, you know, families can't have their children find an affordable place to live, they're going to move away. Um, we're seeing the equity throughout our region is disappearing because investors are coming up, paying top dollar um, for these properties, and you can't blame owners for selling. But – you know, it's all going out of town, and that equity is going with it. And that is leading to increased rental costs, which is leading to more displacement, which is also leading to homelessness. And we'll talk about that, uh, certainly. Um, have rents leveled off in New Bedford, or are they continuing to climb? What have you seen over the last year? I, I do believe that they're somewhat stable. Um, it's because I think interest rates have had an impact. So there's not as much velocity in terms of things being bought, but there's a lot of, uh, big complexes being purchased by investment groups, 
um, and that is displacing a lot of folks. And those folks living in single-room apartments and that sort of thing are often the most vulnerable in our population, elders, folks with, you know, that might be getting aid in one way or another. And so it's creating some real hardship. So uh, we, we've seen a somewhat of a leveling off. Uh, you know, we follow rents on a, a weekly basis, and they seem to be leveling off, which is a good thing, but incomes certainly aren't uh, on tap with what is charting. Average rent in New Bedford, 1600 1700 about, uh, about that, yes. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, it requires, you know, the median income in households in New Bedford is around seventy two, seventy three uh, thousand. Now that might be two uh, incomes or, or, or one income. Um, the fact is that in order to be housing secure, which means that you're not paying more than thirty percent of your income, that would require a household income of about seventy nine thousand dollars to kind of match that. Sure. Uh, that and and <clears throat> quite frankly, that is. You know, a lot might, of people are not uh, making they, Yes, yes. Not the majority. I mean, because it's probably about 55% of the folks that are renting, which represents about 60% of our entire population, uh, are there. But that 45% is really struggling. Some are worse than others, but because, you know, there are a lot of very poor people. Uh, what are some of the reasons for these high rents? Now, you've, you've explained right. it in a kind of a... Uh, a general way, but these rising costs for everything, inflation, yeah, uh, maybe throwing a little greed there somewhere. Well, I mean, people are raising prices in many cases because they can. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they have to because if somebody buys a property for six hundred thousand um, dollars, and the previous owner was you know charging rent based on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar mortgage. That's that's the gap, and so people are are charging more. So I mean, it's pure numbers. Um, I think we're going to see some leveling off in terms of house prices. We've begun to see that. We'll probably see some pullback in many uh, cases. Um, but you know, the only way to really address this is by increasing demand, uh, increasing supply, um, so that people have more choice and that sort of thing. There's a lot of new opportunities with the rail coming, and there's going to be some really great. Opportunities, but you know, again, for the average person, uh, that person that's making less than eighty thousand uh, dollars a year, or that household that's making less than eighty thousand, it's a real struggle. So I know the group met in June, and I think you were going to follow that up with a meeting in September. Yes, the home group, and um, and maybe there's been something yes, else since we've then. we've kind of uh, done a few things. Um, and we're scheduling our next meeting in February, mm-hmm. uh, which will be the second Wednesday uh, of the month. And uh, we're very fortunate to have a great partner in Representative Keating. Uh, and they've really kind of jumped on this, uh, this effort. And uh, there's announcements coming, but people should save the date, April 12th. April 12th, okay. um, HUD is going to be in town. And uh, thanks to Representative King, they're going to be at, we're going to have an event at UMass, more to follow. But, um, you know, we're excited because we're going to talk about opportunities uh, for investment, for investors. We're going to be talking about uh, the needs and be able to actually talk to administrators within uh, HUD to kind of let them know, hey, this is what we need down in the South Coast. 
April 12th, my birthday. I hope there's, a, oh, it's hope a there's great some day. big news. That's, that's some big news that day. Something positive. That'd yeah, right. be great. Um, but uh, all kidding aside here. Uh, so the group has kicked around a lot of ideas. Yes. And you're coming up, maybe not solutions, but you are coming up with a path to perhaps some solutions. And, and we have to be ready to take advantage of opportunities that come. All too often, it's just driven by money people that, you know, say, I want to do this development, and then they kind of force it through. This is more of a community process. Uh, we've had, um, conf- uh, you know, conversations with Paul Chase and, and realtors and uh, investors and getting their feel and some of their challenges. I mean, they're concerned about the amount of regulation and, the you know, what it takes to kind of get these units up on. So we, there are some policy things that we can talk about to kind of um, make – the creation of housing a little bit more uh, easier so that it could be more affordable as well for everybody. All right. You're listening to Town Square Sunday. I'm Jim Phillips. My guest, Carl Alves. Uh, he is the uh, president of Positive Action Against Chemical Addiction. And uh, he is also, we'll call him a chair for Holmes, uh, the Holmes Group. Carl, some might ask, why is the head of a drug treatment <laughs> program uh, and recovery program, really, in the middle of this housing uh, dilemma. Sure. I mean, I, because I think housing, the housing I- issue transcends all of these other kinds of challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't recover unless they have a good place to kind of call home uh, or a place to stay. Uh, it, people that do recover are returning to the community, have families, are doing this, and housing, access to housing, quality housing, is a number one issue that is being unmet now. Uh, it's a challenge. And so we need to mobilize community and so have the opportunity to work with a lot of coalitions. And uh, so we, we're exercising that. It's not just a drug thing, uh, but it, it's a broad-based coalition, not just nonprofits. It's for-profits. It's folks that are interested in, in, in rising this, raising this issue and uh, coming up with some solutions. Obviously, uh, drug problems and Addiction are sure. uh, some of the key factors behind homelessness in New Bedford. It, yes, in, in the majority Maybe of the cases. Everywhere. Yeah, in the mo- but we're, we're finding though that the current economic conditions that is not as much of a case because people are just getting priced out of this market. More and more families are showing up at the family shelter. More and more people are living in their cars. More and more people are are. It's not accessible. Trying to you know band aid situations with you know family with a dis- disabled child that loses their um, apartment um, and they did, and they leave the apartment because they don't want to have an eviction on their record and then but they don't really have a viable uh, next place to go. We're seeing a lot of that and that has nothing to do with the substance use. Uh, and so this is a real economic issue and it affects us all. And so that's why we're we're just part of it. We're, this is not our thing. This is all of our things. So what's your main uh, concern uh, when it comes to uh, – what's, what's the top item you're going to talk about with HUD on <laughs> April 12th? What well, is the number you know, one thing? And the tricky part about housing is it's not like you're going to come out and just have an instant answer. These things take some time. Um, there are three committees to our group. There is uh, education and information. We want people to be informed of their um, – rights as well as their responsibilities as owners, as t- 
tenants as community members. Um, and so, you know, there's an educational and knowledge-based kind of effort going on. There's also a policy group that is working to kind of identify some key policies that could make a positive difference. What are we doing with all the vacant lots here? Is there zoning challenges that we could do to maybe create some new innovative approaches? Let's look at some of that kind of stuff, put some of this in place. And then thirdly, it's about investment and development and drawing in uh, local investors and, and banding together to kind of create an agenda for development. City Councilor Shane Burgo, um, you know, is here during yeah, the first so he's discussion. a great partner. Is he uh, since the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Is he is he willing to advance this stuff in the council? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he's a great champion, and uh, you know, unfortunately, it was detained today that uh, he wasn't able to make it. But um, but yeah, he he's a great advocate. Uh, looking at all different kinds of options because there's not one solution for this. And we need multiple solutions happening simultaneously to move forward. I mean, the, the mayor's office, the city council has leveraged about $11 million thus far in terms of new housing, which is great. Uh, but it's still a drop in the bucket for what we need. So we want to continue that conversation, continue to uh, look local, and really maximize and optimize the resources that we have to kind of create more housing. We need more people in the game. Um, and you are still recruiting. And you are still Absolutely. Looking it's an open, it's an open event. Uh, you can visit us at homegroupnb.org, uh, uh, and that's our website. It's a simple website, but the, you can put your name down there and get on our mailing list. We'd love to, to talk to you. So, obviously, you've got a plan, you, you, and you're hoping that uh, HUD can come through in some way. But we know how, how slow that process yes. is. I mean, he's not getting here till April. Right. It may be the next April before any anybody sees any money or any. Right. Sure. Know? Sure. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it, it begins with a, a, you know planning, ideas, advocacy, building. I mean, originally there was uh, two point five million dollars looked you know towards housing that grew right. to eleven, and I think that there is additional uh, funding that is available that maybe we can do more. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, we've got to do it through a thoughtful process, an inclusive process where we're kind of talking about what makes sense for our community. But the fact is, is we're losing our neighborhoods because, you know, there's not a whole lot of owner-occupied going on. It's all investment, or at least the bulk of it is investment. And we need to kind of flip that a little bit or we're at risk of losing what makes New Bedford great, and that it's, it's communities. Carl, we hear a lot about gentrification. Yeah. And what's going to be happening once the train gets here? Uh, is uh, is that uh, being embellished a bit, or do you really see that happening? Well, I, I mean, uh, progress, uh, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, depending on where you are, yeah. uh, the progress doesn't necessarily lift all boats, right? The You know, the rising tide. Um, and what we're trying to do is say, hey, this development is great. Luxury apartments are great. Uh, because there are a lot of people in New Bedford doing well, and they, they'll they'll do it. But we'll probably get a lot of out out of towners as well. Um, so what we want to do is make sure that those folks that are making less than eighty thousand dollars a year uh, have an opportunity to, you know, be part of and share in um, the great success of this this region, this this community. Uh, because we're only as good as our weakest link. And, and unfortunately, there are a lot of people that are getting disconnected. 
especially seniors, because they're the ones that are most uh, vulnerable financially, and we need to create space for them. But there's also opportunity, because a lot of seniors own their own homes, and it could be a nice opportunity for first-time home buyers. So if we can, and we're working, there's a couple of new organizations that are developing that I want to kind of talk about yet, Um, but we're we're doing some of the organization behind it so that we can work collaboratively um, moving in the same direction. So I don't mean to be mean-spirited, but there's a lot of talking, and you wonder, you know, when are we going to get bricks and mortar or hammers and nails uh, and wood and to to get some more housing here? Right. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, the building is occurring, um, you know, but there there are – it, it's it is a process, I, you know, and I, I don't have a good answer for that. Other than the fact that is that we are being prepared to take advantage of, you know, the, the new federal funds that are going to be available. We want to be prepared so we can be first in line. Where will New Bedford be in terms of housing five years from now? Hopefully, a lot better than it is today. I mean, I think there's going to be some exponential growth around the the rail. Uh, because, I mean, I think there's, there's extra money for that and that sort of thing. But I, I think in terms of us in general, I, I, there are enough people that are, are moving in this direction and recognize the crisis that we're really in. And if we really want to continue uh, to be a strong community, we need to strengthen our neighborhoods. And that means we need to help those folks that are making less than $80,000 a year. My thanks to Carl Alves for coming in today talk about the community organization called HOME. Good luck, uh, Carl, with Thank this. You this so is much. a huge problem, but uh, if there's anybody who, in this community that can tackle it, it's, it's you <laughs> well, guys. It's me and a bunch of people. It's not yeah, just well, me. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. You, yeah. you know, the, the, whole, the whole committee, the way it's put together, yeah. hopefully we can have some positive uh, results. Amen there. to that. Stay with us. Town Square Sunday returns in just a moment.